Hello, I'm Craig Constantine. Hi there, I'm Jay, Jay Andrin. Hi, Jay. I'm trying not to say the same thing I always say, which is, welcome to the show. I'm so glad you took the time because, holy cow, like, so glad that you're finally here. Um, I, I don't like to talk too much about how some people are hard to get a hold of, but thanks for making a space. When I asked you about podcasting, I do like a little free association thing. Um, and you said, well, first you said art. But then when we dug into a little bit more, you actually said, well, the real first word is magic, but I don't think people would go for that, but it's my show. So talking about magic, um, I would totally agree with you that podcasting is a creative thing, but I didn't realize that when I started. And so either you're like way ahead of me, right? Like, a, do you recall when you realized that podcasting was this blank slate, scary stage microphone, you know, create from scratch space. Do you remember when you realized that? Just as a listener, actually, just listening to all the different podcasts out there. I mean, it really, it, it was just a wonderful space to be in and just the range of it is just extraordinary. And people talking about sports podcasts and the passion they have, and then going from there to Radio Lab or This American Life and 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 other shows that created soundscapes where just the sound of the wind can give you, you know, shivers as as they overlay a narrative on top of it, but really simple to do, not not that hard really once you understand, but so effective and so and so powerful, and you just need a laptop and a mic essentially. <laughs> It's incredible. And some schutzpa, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> a little bit of willingness to experiment. Um, I'm always, I always like torn with, you know, we talked for several minutes beforehand. So I'm like, don't, I can't just assume people are going to read my mind. Um, we were talking about how much of oneself um, is in the thing that we create. Um, so all the stuff that I create is, I actually have a real hard time doing host on mic. I have trouble with that. I'm, I'm much more in my space doing conversations and you, you made a really good observation, which is, yeah, this is not like 100% Craig or in a way it's hundred percent Craig, but it's the Craig that, you know, is like in the frame, you know, like this is the person that I'm choosing to show up as. And I think that's a super... I, maybe that's really obvious to everybody in the world, but that's another thing that I didn't realize when I first started. I thought I was just going to show up and be myself. And mm -hmm. the early podcasts I, that I did, are, I don't want to say they're cringeworthy, but it took me a while to realize that actually there's a better version of me that I can work to become. Um, so we, I have to like, I'm watching the clock tick. We have to like talk about all your coaching work and stuff. So do you... Um, do you see themes or commonalities when you see students come through the podcasting course? Um, first of all, do you agree with my, yeah, there's a better version of oneself that can be brought to the show. And do you mm -hmm. see people discovering that or do you, or like, am I not on target with that idea? The people who get it, get that. And the people who don't struggle, because there's two aspects to it. Number one, if you really want to go deep and commit to this, to commit to anything, you have to decide who you need to be in order to do that because commitment ultimately means falling in love with something, whether it's your wife, whether it's your job, if you're unhappy, you don't love it. And so if you want to love podcasting, you got to commit to podcasting in some way, you kind of have to love it. And to do that, oftentimes you have to transform yourself into 
the person who can who who can be a podcaster become a podcaster, and you transform, and you understand. You need to understand how that works for you. And I I know the people who struggle, they don't want to do that, or they don't know they need to do that, and so they kind of try and make they try and cram podcasting into their schedule. They don't make space to become a different person. That's the one aspect. And then the other, the other aspect is you, you kind of mentioned about the personas, you know, we, we create avatars for our listener, but we should obviously do it for ourselves. I mean, you said, you know, there's a better Craig. There's not a better Craig. There's an, the effective Craig that works for the audience you're trying to serve. It's not that you're better. It's that this Craig is the one that the audience needs me, I'm 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 a really low energy type person. Usually, I'm sort of usually just slumped in a corner somewhere trying to get some sleep. <laughs> but when I'm on my show, I, I desperately try to, um, you know, stand up or put a deliberately smile to get the energy going because you don't want to hear the real Jay. No one wants to hear the real Jay. They need to hear the Jay that's performing. And 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 I, and I get really worried when people talk about being authentic. I don't want your authentic self. Thank you very much. I w- I need to see the performer. I, because I'm not here about you. I'm here about either to get some kind of education or, or to get some entertainment, right. ideally both. Um, and I don't care who you are. I remember, remember um, God, who's that guy who does um, CD Baby? I can't remember his name, but um, he was talking oh, about- Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, Derek Sivers. <laughs> Derek, Derek Sivers, right? And he was talking about how he at one point he was a ringmaster in the circus and he was terrified until the circus owner said, Look, Derek. No one's here to see you. They're here to see the ringmaster. You you don't exist. Um, and and from that point, actually, that's where I got my bravery from. No one's mm. here to see Jay. They're here to see the guy introducing the show that either entertains them or educates them. Mm. Uh, can I just press stop? Because that's <laughs> I got nothing to add to that. That's <laughs> I'm like, oh right, I'm supposed to say something next. I was busy listening <laughs> to what Jay had to say. I, uh, okay, you're, you're a big kid. Um, I'm going to push back on the imposter syndrome. You are the person who pushed back the most on me. I'm not, what do I have to say about podcasting? And you're also the person that the most number of people I've refrained from actually counting. When I say at the end, final question, you know, off mic, who do you want to hear? They all say like, Jay, I want to hear coach Jay. Um, so what is it about, is there something about podcasting that uh, I was going to say brings out the imposter in all of us, but that that's a wrong, that's a lousy grammar construct. Is there something about, and maybe you've already spoken to it about the creative aspect and, and like showing up to be who the listeners need, but is there something particular about podcasting that makes my, like Craig's imposter syndrome really, you know, like I don't get imposter syndrome when I'm raking leaves. I don't get imposter syndrome when I'm, you know, driving on the road or whatever. But like when I show up the podcast, I start second guessing. I start thinking, you know, am I doing this right? Am I asking good questions? Um, any insights there about, is there something about this particular medium or is it just showing up in any context causes imposter syndrome? Yeah, I, th- I think um, it's the, the tricky thing about podcasting is that it's got a really super low barrier to entry, but a super high barrier to continuation. And mm. people don't, they don't get that when they first start so what happens is they they sort of dive in and then you get that pod fade at episode seven where it's like oh what what am i doing that's where the sort of the doubts start is anybody listening am i making a fool of myself that kind of question or or you you just stop and you can't get the momentum to get back on track which is where i am at the minute 
because I haven't done anything in a while and uh, I don't feel more embarrassed about that than anything else. And Yeah, but, but I'm going to interject, asterisk, you haven't published audio in a while, but you've done a shit ton relating to podcasting all over the place. Like you were, uh, somebody posted in, I'm, I'm derailing your conversation, somebody posted in the podcaster community and they wrote a technical question about RSS and I looked at it and I went, oh, I need to, and by the time I came back, you had written like chapter 12 of the technical manual for podcasting and I was just like, yeah, Jay, you don't know anything. <laughs> So I don't think it's about publishing. I think it's about, you, you said it, showing up and being the person that the listener needed. So in this case, it was somebody who was not a podcaster. They weren't, you didn't record and publish it, but you spent a whole bunch of time. That was probably 45 minutes of typing would be my guess. It took you to write that whole post till you edited it. And I, I just think that, um, you know, maybe I'm holding up a mirror, physician, heal thyself about imposter syndrome, which I didn't intend from the start, but um, I really think that it's, um, anyway, I stole your train of thought, but I, I wanted to push back about, yeah, you haven't published in a while, but who cares? Like that doesn't, like, I don't measure is that person a podcaster based mm -hmm. on the, the amount of like, what's the half-life? If you haven't published in eight months, you'd have to give me back your podcasting title. It's a podcaster is more than somebody who, who pushes record, pushes stop and does the publish. Like, you know, Terry Gross, uh, or Krista Tippett, they don't touch the gear right? They don't, they don't do any of that stuff. They, what they do for podcasting is the performative part, the creative part. So I'm sorry. Now I've I get, no, I guess it's the, you're, you're right. Absolutely right. in all those points. And I, I guess it's what uh, is really poor about podcasting and doesn't help is the lack of feedback or lack of meaningful feedback. Mm, yeah. Because there is no metric. I mean, there's download numbers, which are about to be swallowed up by Apple because they're, they're going to sort of get rid of those type things and and even the download numbers you don't know whether people actually listen to this show or not yes. you don't know how long they listen to it for and so you have no way really at least for a long long time until you actually start directly interacting with an audience to know am i wasting my time what what is it any good and feedback is so important i remember um asking a, a psychologist when i was doing a, a different show years ago and and she was she was working with um gary klein who's one of the the big names, not Gary Klein, was it Gary Klein? I can't remember, somebody like that. Anyway, a big a big guy, a person in uh, in psychology, in the happiness movement. And uh, she was specializing in looking at really high-performing individuals and what the differences that made the difference. And and she had two things about these, these folks. One was that almost all of them had near-death experiences. Um, but the other one was feedback, that they all were hungry. I mean, hungry for feedback. Um, and, and that always struck me because we're in a medium where we just don't get that <laughs> set up for failure, right? yeah. feedback, right? Uh, I, I pause cause my brain goes a mile, million miles an hour. I have a million things I want to ask. What, um, oh yeah. <laughs> Why, what is it about? the feedback part of it. So there's when I'm, when I'm in like right now, I couldn't give a flying fake what anybody else thinks about this episode or whether anybody's going to listen to it or tell me, Oh, it was great. Or who's this Jay dude? I don't, I, I don't oh, great. care. Yeah, great. Great. Thanks. For, thanks for wasting my time. I'll, I'll, I'll leave. <laughs> yes. I got Jay to crack a joke. <laughs> Do you know how hard that is to get Jay to like make a joke? Um, I, I think that, <laughs> That's brilliant. Uh, but to me, when I'm lost in the moment, like enjoying it, and I was just talking to Brandy Heather about play, mm -hmm. you know, like when this becomes a playful interchange and mm -hmm. the, oh, by the way, we're recording, right? Then that's when I know I'm doing the right thing. 
Like in all mm -hmm. the times when I have gotten feedback, it's always been about a piece of something that I don't even remember doing, mm -hmm. you know, but when I go back and look at it, it was a part where I was having fun and the guest was having fun and whatever. Um, and I'm just wondering if, if there are things that we could, because I don't really have a good way to like help people who are stuck. Like I need feedback. Like I think, I think you've actually hit, hit it on the head there with the, with the play thing, because it then comes again down to the, what's the payoff of this. And, and I fall into this trap where I think that the payoff is to produce a great episode or publish a great episode. Actually, better than that, you should be in love in some way with the process. You know, you don't have to be in love with all of it. Okay, you know, you may not like editing out the ums and the ums and all that stuff, but at least some of it or or a key part of it where you really love it actually making it. Because otherwise, it's a kind of if your goal is to create a good show, then you only get one opportunity to do that in the process. And, and every other day is a fail until you've done that. Um, it's like writing a novel, right? You, 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 you write, you write, you write, you write, you write. And, and the only time you're successful, you, you can see success, successful is when you've published it. But actually, if you start enjoying the writing process, you win. Mm. And, I, and I guess that feedback kind of forms that part where at least you know you're on the right track. But really the key, like you say, is making it playful. Which is which is what I kind of done with some of my shows where I've just just kind of completely off the reservation with with what I've been doing. And I thought I'm never going to get any listeners, but I don't care because this is a wonderful chance to have a real play with new sounds and new music and and just go crazy with and and, and just see what happens. Yeah, as you said, the the barrier to entry is so low. It's like oh, I can make a hundred hours of podcasts. Well, it wouldn't even take me a hundred hours. I can just hit copy, you know, <laughs> like random noise and copy it out. It's easy. Um, but that to me is what feels scary. Like I, mm -hmm. I cannot imagine trying to sculpt, uh, was it Michelangelo said, oh, you just, you take mm -hmm. the block of marble and remove all the stuff that's not the angel and remove all the stuff. That's not. I'm like, ha ha ha. Very funny. I see what you did there. And that idea of facing the blank, the blank page or the, you know, you open your favorite editor and okay, you know, you got to press the record button. Um, and I think I got over that fear by, well, just pressing the record button a bunch of times and sometimes forgetting to push the record button and, and just getting used to like, uh, you know, in the beginning, I'm still talking and like half of my brain's going, stop talking, like figure out how to like say something. So the other person, cause then I can just be like, look, now I'm podcasting and I'm not talking. Um, and that's, I think part of the reason why I think host on mic is so hard for me. I have such a terrible time with that um watching our minutes slip away and i'm still talking what is it about uh what's the greatest joy for you so you've been back a couple of times i'm here quoting and making a joke you've been back a couple of times as a remarkable and a coach in the podcasting course what's like the greatest joy for you you know when you're like i'm going into pod 432 and there's this part that i like lose my shit when it happens it's so much fun I think um, there's usually a stage where there's two things. One is somebody gets it about the, the sort of the transformation and being a podcaster and not worrying so much about the end product of the podcast. And that's that's just a thrill because they've just unlocked the secret. They've just become enlightened, you know, um, in, in the world of podcasting. And the second is to see people consistently just make stuff. So we have a, an exercise which is called 60 Seconds where you – create a 60 second recording of anything you like any topic you don't have to worry about it. it could be an experiment whatever and to see people fall in love with that process you know and they they become 
podcasters at that point because they're publishing, 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 publishing these tiny little little jewels. Mm-hmm. And that's absolutely wonderful. And what's really wonderful about it is they they shed all the crap that they bring to their normal show because there's no pressure, because it can be about anything. No one else is going to hear it. It's only a tiny little thing. Everyone expects it's not supposed to be fantastic. And once they remove that pressure from themselves and they and they really let themselves express, they they you know what the secret of art is? Is saying what you really want to say. That is it. There is nothing else. And you know, from from conception to execution, and they do it in that sixty seconds, and they don't mm. realize it, and they don't understand why they're having so much fun because they're not supposed to be having fun because they're supposed to be making a podcast. <laughs> right. And you can see them like, I'd rather do this, thank you. Can I just forget my podcast and just do this for the rest of my life? And that's wonderful. And you think, yes, you should until because mm. what will happen is it'll slowly emerge what you want to say. It won't, it won't happen immediately. You'll get closer and closer and closer. And it's like Stephen Pressfield talks about, you know, the shadow career. You, you'll have a kind of tangential interest that actually leads you towards the thing that you really want to do and the things that you really want to say. But you just have to keep going. Um, and, and when I see people on that path, that's just, you know, just thrilling. Hmm. Yes, please. Wow. Um, uh, what's a question I should have asked you? Are you asking me that question for real? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wanted to see what you do with it. Okay, what's the one question you should have asked me is... I don't know, what would I have asked myself? Um something impossible like what's the what's the secret to podcasting i don't know um you've already told like me that, that believe it or not oh i don't know okay um yeah the art the whole oh i wrote it down say what you really want to say where's okay. the joy shall i ask you like where's the joy in showing up in the course and you uh, anyways let's see what uh what, i'm trying to think what could i haven't interviewed for a, for, a, for a couple of years actually oh, so i'm that's not quite why quite I asked sure because that's a really hard question and you don't like being the interview host and so i'm exactly. basically asking you to come up with a question I don't know. I'll let you I don't know. I, yeah. No, do, you know the things I don't I don't believe in one of the things that reasons I stopped my interview show is that um I just I just I, I just worry about uh, you know interviewing people and and what what is the payoff? I mean hearing what others wants to say about stuff because ultimately, you know all these insights and all the edges and all that kind of stuff, ultimately we know what we need to do and we're not doing it and we're just procrastinating by, you know, listening to other people say, oh, do this and do that and buy this planner and this is, you know, this organizational system and, 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 and here's a bunch of tactics. And because we know deep down what we really need to do. We just don't do it. And surround, you know, oh, let me listen to this podcast first because it'll give me an insight. I'm sure will take me forward. No, turn the podcast mm. off and just do what you need to do. But, you know, so I don't know. I, I guess I guess that would be my question. What what is it you really need to do that you're not doing that you know you need to do? Um, and they probably wouldn't answer because it'd be way too personal anyway. So, but it'd be, be, be uh, cute. It, it's a really great. That's brilliant. I um, I'm so bad with names. I'm great with faces. Uh, a really really famous movie star, Robert Downey Jr. Jeez, oh, yeah. Craig. Robert Downey Jr. said everybody has five things that they're always avoiding doing that they should be really doing. And like a good day is if none of those five things bump into them. <laughs> Like, mm. yeah, like, you know what you should do. Mm. Um, I, I'm watching the clock tick, but I also th- think 
I, I don't listen to a lot of podcasts anymore. If I, if I spend 45 minutes listening in one day, that's like a busy listening day for me. Mm -hmm. And often I I will abort podcasts minutes in, if I can tell this isn't going to make me like, I often listen while walking. So if I'm listening and I'm going, oh, I'm going to get to the end of this podcast and I'm going to be like a mile from home and I'm going to have all these ideas, I'll listen to that show. But mm-hmm. if a show is going to be like, yeah, I'm I'm not going to care when this ends, then that to me isn't worth listening. So for me, there's a, a spark of inspiration or like I have a low burning fire and it's the, somebody working the bellows like that something about listening to those conversations energizes Yeah, and I agree. And uh, those I, are the I ones think, that I'll listen to. Yeah, because we make all these notes and put them to Evernote or whatever, and we never read them again, right? So so what is the real payoff? And I think, like just like you said, it's actually we're priming ourselves. We're kind of getting into a frequency uh, where we're in the energy where we want to do something. So, you know, if we want to want to get something done we listen to a podcast where folks get stuff done yeah. and, and it's not so much about the information it's about the energy level of those folks because then it's like you it, you kind of absorb it and hopefully you'll get on and do stuff and and mm. you know um and i find that's nowadays more the payoff almost getting the sound right getting the energy levels right the pacing of of the show is almost more important than the content like i listen to grant cardone um, and he's got fantastic energy. I have no intention of going into real estate or property investment <laughs> at all, but I listen to every show because he's so inspiring about just mm. get off your bottom and get it done. That that's, that's what I need. That's my hit. Mm. Yes. I hate to say it, but that's probably a good place for us to stop today. Magic in short form. Jay, it's been like a straight up serious total pleasure, not just to get to talk to you today, but like to do the Hollywood Squares thing a million times over and all the calls and <laughs> courses and behind the scenes and all that stuff. It's super fun. It's always a pleasure to see you. Uh, even if you are slumped in the corner, it's still a pleasure to see you. So thanks for taking the time today. Thank you. It was a lot of fun. Thank you, Craig.